Welcome to the Stale Chips Podcast, where two friends discuss just about everything and anything. Like the stale chips you buy from Chipotle, these proper gents jazz up the bland and boring with pizzazz, flair, and saucy flavor. From odd stories, celebrity drama, video games, and sensible chuckles, and much, much more. And now, the Stale Chip Podcast begins. All right, welcome back to the Stale Chips Podcast, where just like that open bag of Tostitos you had sitting over the weekend, we take the bland and just dunk it in some saucy sauce. I'm Josh. And I'm Joe. And tonight we have a very special guest. He's known on Twitch as the daddy of memes and a champion of gaming rage. Please welcome meme daddy himself, Provo. Hello. <laughs> I'm glad to have you here, man. Well, Same. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about... Um, we're going to be discussing nice guys, neckbeards, the metaverse, and general nostalgia. So, you know, I would like to consider myself a nice guy, but I'm not a nice guy. You're just a general nice person. Yeah, like, you know, I, I try my best not to be a complete fucking asshole. As one should. Yeah, right. exactly. But, you know, we've been seeing a lot of stuff lately, especially on Reddit, especially on the internet itself, um, where you have these fedora-tipping miladies, if you will, um, that are generally upset because they spout themselves to be these nice guys, but you know, to women, they're kind of just these raging assholes. Yeah, they uh, they generally t- try to uh, show themselves in public as being you know intelligence. You know, they're put together, right? They got yeah. their shit together. When in reality, it's the complete opposite, and yeah. they're just dicks putting yeah. on a false sense of chivalry. When you unopen those, you know, metal plates, all you see is just a corrosive, just dead being on the inside. I would yeah. picture more like you know, dusty trench coat and like you know, Mountain Dew spills. Things, you know, <laughs> don't forget the Doritos dust on oh, the outside. Listen, yeah, that's, that's what adds the cologne smell. Of course. So you're probably wondering, uh, Josh. Uh, what the uh, hell are you talking about? So, you know, to differentiate, you know, there are some people that consider themselves nice guys who, you know, it's it's just it's just a fucking farce, you know. Yeah. And a lot of them are, you know, in comparative to people that are known as incels. Now, you may be asking, what exactly is an incel? So, an incel stands for involuntarily celibate. Mm-hmm. In other words. You can't get laid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's basically that simple. Um, generally, these are the types of men who fancy themselves to be, you know, hyper-intelligent, hyper-masculine, right? Like, they know everything about a particular subject, super scientific, right? Yeah. They're usually also labeling themselves as, like, ultra-atheists or something like that, yeah. right? Uh, but these are also the types of men who will shit on women, blame women for all of their problems, Generally, they're just not nice people. Yeah. I mean, it's just unfortunate. I mean, you've probably seen some, like, you know, dank memes on the internet where, you know, while you were out clubbing, I was studying the blade. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The blade. Yeah, and they're usually wearing a fedora. They're usually some fat white guy, and they have some shitty katana that they bought at Spencer's. Of course. And and they're on at least 170 different Reddit posts at a time, just to make sure they get their point across. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, God forbid you're a woman and you have any sort of, like, thought process or personality whatsoever or do or, or, yeah, for, yeah. or free will you know yeah you know um the, these guys will come in well well actually you know it's it's very disheartening and honestly it, it kind of point it paints a lot of men in general in a bad light too because you know it, it's been so rampant over the years that 
you know, it's it's almost like I can't really be, you know, nice in public. If I hold oh, the no. door open for somebody, um, it's because, you know, hey, maybe you're holding like a bunch of bags or something or you look like you're struggling trying to get out there and you have to turn a handle. You know, I'm going to be nice and open the door for you. But um, these guys, um, they expect something in return. Yeah, you know. Hey, I I held the door open for you. How dare you not immediately suck me off? Yeah, you know how how dare you? You know, and and that's the thing. Like being nice, there there shouldn't be an expectation or reward afterwards. You know, just like, be a good person and a productive member of society. You yeah. shouldn't expect something in return for it. No, absolutely. You like it's it's come to a point now that like if you do anything nice, you're gonna be ex- you're gonna be stereotyped in these kind of manners. Like there's you don't know how many times you're just doing something nice and someone's like, I can do this on my own. You're like, fine, close the door. Yeah. Or yeah. if you do something nice, they're like, I have a boyfriend. I'm like I didn't ask you. Yeah. You, you were carrying seven potato bags. Like what do you <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> right. Exactly, and it's just. It's it's all part of this like toxic masculinity, right? Like I don't necessarily know where these people came from. I don't know who, what values, or how they were coming across these things to think that this is acceptable in general. Right. Like I try to be empathetic towards people in general, right? Because yeah. like you don't know their backstories, their history. Yeah. You don't know the things that they went through, which you know is all well and good. But that also doesn't you know excuse you being an asshole. Yeah. Exactly. But they can't find me on the internet. How will they find me through my keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess I'll just go to Reddit and make another stupid post. You know? Yeah, for real. Listen, just because just because I sleep with my body pillow at night doesn't mean I'm a horrible human being. Mm. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. But there, you know, that there's also another type of toxic man, Ooh. which is the type of man or boy. You know, I'm going to call them boys actually, uh, who throw all of their hard-earned money at women online. Oh yeah. You know, there's a specific term that, uh, you know, I would say, but Twitch and a lot of other platforms, uh, you know, find it a bannable offense. So we're, we're just going to list them as what, like, um, you know. Ooh, the miladies of the Internet. Oh, yeah. You know, these miladies, um, you know, they, they don't have any issue dropping, you know, hundreds, thousands of dollars on people, and especially these women that they'd never met before. Um, yeah. But they get really hyper like upset and violent when they don't get like a response in general like or or what they're expecting oh my god i dropped her a thousand dollars out of my personal bank account how dare she not recognize me as her husbando yeah i know right have you ever seen pokemanes or like bell delphines or whoever's oh yeah chat? oh god yeah it's gross it's it's just it's just like, you know, the bottom of a barrel, if the barrel had like some thick tar and you were really scraping it, you know? Yeah, seriously. It's uh, it's really kind of just disheartening and gross. Yeah. So, you know, it, pro tip, you know, don't don't be a fucking asshole, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if your whole persona, if your whole being is to be this chivalrous, you know, fedora-tipping guy... Um, and you're doing these things, giving women a lot of money, you know, um, opening doors, you know, trying to pretending to be polite and expecting something in return. You're not a nice guy. You're just a fucking dick. No. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like it's it's more of like a I feel like it's this thought process that, you know, they have to get something in return as if like or like getting laid. Right. Getting a woman. Yeah. Is like, I don't know, like a. 
Like, they're just this physical prize that you get, right? Yeah. You don't care about them. You don't care about them as a person, right? You're not, you don't, you're not trying to get to know them as a person. It's just, I want to fuck them. This is a prize for me to, like, win, right? Yeah. And it, it's very, it's very toxic. It's, yeah, nothing screams, like, I succeeded in life and society, like, having sex with somebody and not caring about who they are as an actual human being. Yeah. Right. You know, that's just general scumbag behavior. Um, don't do that. You know, if if you're lonely, you know, and, and you're looking for someone to talk to, you know, go, go on the Internet, go to Reddit, you know, just post, you know, but don't be a fucking prick about it. And if you're lonely and you want a date, just be yourself. You know, like it's it's it sounds cliche, but hey, you know what? It actually works because people kind of want to be with somebody that they you know generally know and mm-hmm. they generally get along with. And if your whole thing is you know I want to be a, a knight in shining armor, but you know I I demand like you know something in return, then you know just just go back to Facebook, man. <laughs> right. You know, go back to, you know, watching anime. You know, go, that's... <laughs> just go back to the comment section and keep being a troll. But if you really want to, like, find somebody, whether it's anybody in the world, you just want to be happy, just be yourself. Like, at this point in time, like, there are plenty of people out there who are dealing with the same thing as you are. And you want to, you want to help them out? Just being themselves, being a decent human being. Yeah. You wouldn't be surprised how many people want to be with somebody who's a decent human being. Right. Like, most people aren't looking for a knight in shining armor. They just want someone to talk to and to relate with. Yeah. They want a person, not a piece of shit. Yeah. And that that applies to the whole friend zone thing, too. Like, you know, there really is no such thing as a friend zone. I mean... She's not obligated to fuck you. Yeah. Like, there's no obligation. And honestly, if you're that lonely, just accept the friend. Right. You know, what's wrong with that? You know what? I'll, right. I'll, I'll take the first step forward. I'll return my my knight in shining armor back to medieval times, just so everybody can have you know an example to go off of. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they could use it too. It's a lot of jousting out there. Oh Jesus! So, you know, now that we steered away from toxic masculinity, let's talk about something else that's a little you know upsetting, a little you know dystopian, if you will. And I'm talking, of course. The metaverse. Yeah, the metaverse. Facebook's metaverse. Uh, Have you guys seen the latest, like, you know, what was it, like, PR that they did recently? Yeah. uh, (laughs) So, on stage, they presented um, what they call Coach Nate? Nat. Nat. Nat? Coach Nat. Coach Nat, um, you know, voiced by Shaquille O'Neal. Big Diesel himself, baby. Absolutely. You know, who doesn't like Shaquille O'Neal? Well, I would like him a little less when it comes to the metaverse because it looks haunting. Yeah. It's, it's... It's it's uncanny and it, it kind of like the avatar that they chose. It kind of resembles like the little um, Wii Fit trainers that you would oh, see. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's very low effort. Yeah, it's for a multi-billion-dollar company. They they could have put a little bit more effort into making the character look, you know, like likable co- or like a coach. Yeah, or, or you know what? I wouldn't even be mad if they would actually use Shaquille O'Neal's actual body. Yeah. At that fucking point. Speaking of avatars, uh, did you see a? Did you see one of their videos? Um, I, I forget what it was called, but it was their online world yeah. where it was just the torsos up. They didn't have legs on the avatars. <laughs> it what? was just the torso up, 
and there's just like weird torso people floating around and interacting with the world. That's creepy. It's very creepy. It, it, it seems like it's one of those uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost kind of like worlds. <laughs> I think it was like Horizon Worlds or something like that. <laughs> oh, stop. Please tell me you're joking. No, I'm serious. Oh. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, so the whole idea of the metaverse, right? It's not new. This is an idea that's been around for a very, very long time. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know if any of you remember RuneScape. Yeah, um, I still play it. Old school RuneScape. Old school RuneScape, man. Oh man. But uh, yeah, so um, Josh, you want to explain what RuneScape is real quick? Well, it was an MMORPG back in the day where you could pretty much do whatever the hell you wanted to do. You wanted to farm gold. You wanted to shyst people by luring them into a forest and stealing all of their loot. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> you you, you want to waste 12 to 15 hours of your day fishing for sharks because you can't do it in real life? Yeah. You, know, you wanted to communicate with a bunch of strangers in hopes that they would fall for your Ponzi schemes of giving you gold? Um, yeah, that was My favorite Ponzi scheme was, you know, saying, I'll give me a million gold and I'll be your girlfriend. That was my, you know, <laughs> Next thing you know, I was taken off the market. Sorry, ladies. Oh, Jesus. boy. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, essentially... Um, the idea of RuneScape has, or sorry, the idea of Metaverse uh, has been around since RuneScape, or probably even sooner than that, honestly. Yeah. Like, based off of how Josh described it, I'm sure you can see the similarities. Yeah. It's basically a virtual world where you can do, quote unquote, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and you know who did a better job, surprisingly, in the Metaverse? than the metaverse itself. Fucking Second Life. You remember yeah. Second Life? Second yeah. Life is still around. Is it? Yeah. Wait, I'm pretty what? sure it's still around. That's horrifying. <laughs> um, because I remember, so they a lot of companies wanted to utilize Second Life as a way to branch out the media and stuff like that. Yeah. And my favorite event happened where uh, they tried to do a interview news show on Second Life. And of course... You tell the internet, you know, this is supposed to be a professional little area. They're not going to listen because a bunch of people created avatars of, you know, just dicks with wings. And we're flying around that news, you know, show in front of the, the interviewee's face and basically just being general menaces, you know? I mean, so, so the peak of the internet. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's internet as it always has been. And always probably will be. And yeah. how it should be. Absolutely. <laughs> But the thing is, they had more customization and, you know, they they had more features than what Facebook is advertising for the metaverse itself. Oh, yeah. And even then, if you want to compare the metaverse to whatever already exists right now, you have VR chat. Really? You know, VR chat, wow, they actually have legs. They, wow. they have animations and they, they basically do everything that, you know, the metaverse advertises but surprisingly better yeah i was even talking to kermit the frog one day yeah you know <laughs> I, i'm still yeah. suspicious if it really was kermit the frog but you know no it was definitely him yeah. oh sweet you know, i saw hank hill dressed up like a naruto character he wanted to be the best hokage of propane and propane accessories oh my god <laughs> and you know of course you have garfield and a bunch of other characters you can interact with but you know it's just the Autonomy, the, the way that they interact with each other, the way that you can speak, um, emote, you know, be whoever you want to be, do whatever you want to do, that already exists in a much better environment than what the metaverse already offers. So, and I'm not sure if you've noticed this, but like 
the the avatars themselves, the graphics and everything, yeah. is better. Yeah, it's just better. Yeah. Wait a minute, you're telling me a multi-billion-dollar company that just is solely social platforming and making human connections? Is being outplayed by a VR chat room game. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. You know, is Facebook gonna offer like mod support through the Nexus? Oh <laughs> boy. Oh my <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> Probably not. I, the, the day they offer mod support for this is the day I'm gonna be horribly terrified because it will Christ. either go up in flames or down in flames. Yeah. You know, I, I want to cosplay as the Zuck himself. You know. Oh my gosh. So you know we're perma ban instantly. <laughs> so we're we're talking about the meta. And at this point, we're just wondering, you know, like, what exactly is the point of the metaverse? Yeah, I, I have two theories on that. Uh, one is um, simply to divert away from Facebook's current uh, scandals. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You know, they could never do that. No, um, of course yeah. not. Um, and then also, they just want to make their own walled garden product. You know, they're they're. They're marketing this as Web 3.0, right? Which is just such a vague, generalized term to mean, I don't know, you can interact with the internet more? I, I, I suppose guess. so. I, I don't, I don't know. know. That's what Web 2.0 is supposed to be, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I digress. I mean, um, at this point, do we really want to get more involved with the internet? I feel... <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the internet was a mistake. But. <laughs> I mean, after all, the internet is a series of tubes. It really is. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like giving a company like Facebook, you know, a company that has been um, proven over the years to uh, abuse its users' data, uh, not follow the law, and do horrible things, um, I feel like it's a really bad idea to give them more yeah. information and more data on you? Yeah, please, by all means, you know? Yeah, please. <laughs> but how well, else will I get my great ads for buying virtual market space on the new metaverse oh, if they don't have my ads? You know, but you know, how else am I supposed to buy, you know, digital plots of land from Google Earth that, you know, holds no value whatsoever? <laughs> but it holds value where it matters, you right know, here. In the heart? No, in the clogged artery where nothing can get through in oh, and out. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> And I've heard stories about that too, where people would, you know, they're they're like second world, like companies or so that are advertising like you can buy like NFT, you know, like metaverse, like plots of land where oh, you can do whatever you want. Did you hear about the NBA's NFT thing they're doing right now? Oh God, no! They are selling NFT clips of like key moments from current basketball games. Are you fucking for real? They have Kevin Durant as like one of their key spokesmen right now and they're literally selling NFTs of basketball clips. Kevin Durant's in the commercials and everything like that and they in the literal commercials like this is your gateway into the NFT world and I was like, "Bro, but I can see those clips for free on a thing called fucking YouTube." <laughs> and you know what I could do if I wanted to save it? You know, I'd pirate it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> how dare you? How you know? dare I'm kidding. you? You know, you can't just you know right click save as. Right? How dare you steal from the NBA like nobody's done that before? Yeah, you know, Jesus. all those VHSs of every game possible. How will uh, Kevin Durant pay for anything else? Because you know his million dollars of NBA contract sure won't do that. Oh, jeez. Oh, Anyways, and that just that's just a great way to cycle back to the fact that Shaq. Is the spokesperson for this uh, Coach Nate? Coach Nat. Coach, Coach Nat. Nat. Yes. You know, ooh, 
know, because that video was just something else. You could tell that he doesn't really understand what's going on. You could tell he didn't give a shit. You, no, yeah. no, he didn't. I just can't wait for Coach Nat, a.k.a. Coach Diesel, to show, to show me how to shoot a free throw. That's going to be, you know, at least a seven-year process. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, all he has to do is just activate his own cheat codes, right? Of course. Because <laughs> it's essentially just a video game avatar. And, you know, they, they even did this weak demonstration where I guess it was supposed to be a big joke. Like, what else can you do? Well, I could be Superman, and he just hovers, you know, uh, above the stage. No. You know, that'd be more impressive if it weren't for the fact that it was, you know, a fucking video. Yeah. You, like, you can edit anything The most that. impressive yeah. thing I would say probably from that video was President Obama showing up. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> what the fuck was he doing there? You know, thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah, Listen, right? I, like, don't get me wrong. I love, I love a good president obama like appearance here and there like any other true red white and blue american but why the metaverse yeah you know there, why? there's why? a time and a place you know i mean why why was coach diesel you know coach Nat? Like, i don't know man yeah you know anyways there, there's just going to be some things that we'll never quite understand but you know the thing that we did understand was just how nostalgic the halftime super bowl was huh. You know, oh my god. That was uh that was something else and I know there's a lot of uh you know controversy from a very particular journalist who took a picture of Snoop Dogg doing what Snoop Dogg does best. Yeah, like what he's known for. Yeah, you know what we've only been hearing about and him singing about for the past, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So if if you're completely clueless and perhaps living under a rock, you know, congratulations, that's very impressive. But he was caught smoking a joint before his performance. No, on stage during the performance. Oh, it was on stage during his performance. Yeah. Oh, you know. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> what else is new at a Snoop Dogg concert? You know, that, that's that's just like every day, bro, for him. You know, <laughs> no weed at this point in time is just part of his personality. Yeah, you know, it's it's his selling. I, I don't point. think anybody is mad though. I think it's just more the fact that it was just like right in front of everybody. He did not care. And you know what? Yeah. No, I don't think anybody cared too. I think people yeah. probably started cheering and applauding harder. Yeah, you know, because at, at this point, it's like, you know, telling someone, hey, you're thirsty, don't drink that water, you dumb prick. How old is he now? Like, why would he even care at this point? Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. But nonetheless, uh, the performance itself was just amazing. Well, at least for me and for a lot of people around my age range as well. And that's, it kind of brings up a little point where now I feel a little dated. Yeah. Oh, don't no! Don't tell me you're no. Yeah, you know, I'm starting to feel the arthritis in my fingers as we speak. <laughs> okay. We we were just talking about this too. That the Super Bowl halftime shows were, you know, generally geared toward like the older demographic of audience. Yeah. You know, they've had like the Who on there. They've had like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They've had Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. I know I said his name wrong. I don't care. <laughs> I got, I, you know, anyways, they had Brucey on there. And I was thinking like, you know, as a musician, as someone who loves music, I, I appreciate that. But that's not something I'm, I really care about. Yeah. And when I saw that they brought in, you know, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Missy Elliott, and 50 Cent made a guest appearance that no one knew about. I was like, yeah! yeah. I was all excited! Yeah, up until I realized that a lot of those songs were like 20 years old by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, Internet, for reminding me that now I'm the oldie target demographic. Thanks. It, it was nice, though. Like, it was a good performance. You know, you had Eminem, and I know a lot of people were upset that he was kneeling, but you have to understand that 
his knees are weak and his arms were heavy and there was possibly oh you know mom's spaghetti. spaghetti jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> he looked nervous but on the surface he of course was calm and ready to drop bombs but, okay okay you know. okay we're, we're done we're done <laughs> the, the, two, the two greatest memes that have come from the halftime show it's not even the weed smoking it's not even the kneeling it's it's dr drake getting on the piano about to do his signature um, that piano riff, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Yeah. But Guess people, people edit out that audio and put the um, making my way downtown, <laughs> <laughs> walking past, feeling great, and I'm homebound. This McGrath is like, if only this was playing instead of For the real? actual song. Yeah. You know that that would have been quite amazing, honestly, just to see that. Yeah, so that was probably the one of my favorite memes. But I think the greatest meme was. Sorry, fifty, but out of shape, fifty cent hanging, <laughs> hanging upside down, like when you know Ebenezer Scrooge was buying that fat, juicy turkey for poor little yeah. you know Timmy. <laughs> Oof. Oh, it like like that's got to be a key moment in Fifty Cent's career, yeah. obviously. You know, he, he had to come down eventually because I'm pretty sure he was losing like you know consciousness, being upside down. But um, he he looked like you know Luke did in like The Empire Strikes Back when he was in that Wampa cave. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Fifty Cent gets for not caring about my birthday. Yeah, yeah it's true. He he doesn't give a fuck if it's your birthday. You'll find him in the club. <laughs> oh and it's kind of funny because it's like you know when's the last time that we really seen Fifty Cent like be a big role in our lives? You know, like a long time. Yeah, ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, I like there was a point in time like back in like the early. 2000s when you know G Unit and 50 Cent were like everywhere. Oh yeah, like you I couldn't go that. anywhere without listening to in the club. They were the hot shit. Yeah, they, and um, they were rap. Yeah, yeah. They, they certainly were. And it reminds me that one of video games' greatest achievements mm-hmm. was uh, partnering up with 50 Cent himself on uh, his own video game, uh, Blood in the Sand. If you haven't played that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great game. First of all, shout out to THQ for being the publisher of that. Yeah. Greatest, greatest publishing company to put out the greatest video game of all time. Absolutely. Blood in the Sand, to be yeah. clear. And, the, the like, it's it's cheesy camp. You know, it's a rapper's video game. Like, you're not looking for, like, a triple-A storyline. Um, if I recall, he plays a show in, like, the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, the managers don't pay him for his performance, so they offer him a crystal skull. Um, what? You know, quite possibly, you know, just as famous as, you know, Indiana Jones's Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. But at least this one was a lot more entertaining because there were guns involved. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't there, like, almost every boss fight involved a helicopter? Yeah. And you would assume, like, something, you know, happened in 50's life where a helicopter, you know, just pissed him off. Whether he came home one day and saw his girlfriend cheating on him with a helicopter, I have no idea. Um, but, you know, that guy absolutely hated it in this video game because every boss fight, helicopter, you know, find a rocket launcher or some sort of propelled grenade, take it down, um, have the rest of G unit cheer you on. Because um, literally anything you did in that game gave you points. Um, I, I mean, it, it, it was peak perfection. Let's just call it what it is. Hey, yo, 50, hit this ramp. Hey, yo, 50, let's get in this car. Ah, I've been shot, 50. Ah, I'm dying. <laughs> like, the grade A voice acting, you know? Like, I, I, like, if I were a professional voice actor myself, you know, that's what I would strive to be. You know? <laughs> Listen, I want you to know, everybody who was, who was a voice actor for Blood in the Sand has gone off to live the best lives. Absolutely. Probably off the internet. You know, of course. As you can see by 50's current... Uh... <laughs> 
death appearance. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like, th- that's probably a game that I would probably spend hard-earned money to get a remastered of. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, especially now that, you know, everything's coming back nostalgia-wise, you have the Super Bowl, um, you have all these definitive editions coming out, these uh, classic remakes, uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. All the Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two remakes. Dead Space remake. Oh, yeah, Those definitely. Oh, and the, the peak of, you know, Broken Perfection, the GTA definitive editions. Ooh, that was silly. I... <laughs> I have never seen so many people so mad at a GTA game that were GTA fans, actually. Yeah. You know, it's not my mom telling me I'm murdering people and I'm having, you know, fun times in the back of a car with a lady of the evening. (laughs) No, it, it, it was their own community so abruptly destroyed by how they could ruin something of such nostalgic taste you know mm, little salt and butter on that beautiful nostalgia and then they just burnt it to an ashy crisp yeah which is very disappointing because it when you start comparing things from like you know 10 years 20 years ago and stuff that we grew up as children you know like enjoying specific games specific movies and watching them get remade or you know just brought back into like modern times with like new graphics or new mm-hmm. mechanics um, it's sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's great, but a lot of times it's not. It's kind of like a weird melancholic feeling. Yeah, it really is. I mean, who couldn't love the seventeenth remake of Skyrim? You know, but but Skyrim is eternal. You know, Listen, if you don't is. if you don't own a copy of Skyrim from every game console you ever have, including your Alexa, and yes, there is a copy of Skyrim for your Alexa. Don't forget I, your Tesla. Oh, yes, yeah, and your Tesla, Tesla too. Yeah. yeah. If you don't own every copy, are you even a gamer? Yeah, you know, uh, Todd Howard himself would just frown on you. You know, at this point, just buy Skyrim. You mean you it. mean God Howard. God Howard himself. God you know? Howard himself. It just works, he says, as he uh, parted the Red Seas. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it wasn't supposed to happen. It was a bug, not a feature. Oh. <laughs> I, I just love how we've come to a point where video games are flopping because they expect, like, these great things come from other video games and now they're like you know what let's just remake things you liked because they're trying to cash in on our nostalgia yeah no I mean like uh, Bethesda would never do that oh of course not not God Howard (laughs) but it's so commonplace these days and like you know, a lot of times it's uh, it's hit. You know, you have like the Crash Bandicoot like series that was brought back. You oh, know, I loved it. Yeah, and the HD remake, it looks fantastic. Even it, even the Dark Souls remake was actually quite enjoyable to watch and play. Yeah, and it's nice to see like them going back, and maybe fixing some things that were little issues back then that you know they just didn't have the budget or time for, or just didn't have the technology for. But then again, you also have a lot of games like the GTA, you know, trilogy, you know, definitive edition. We don't speak about those nightmares right now. Yeah, where, you know, you have characters that look, you know, like they came from like an old 2000, like, smartphone. Yeah. Uh, it's it's sad when Roblox did a better job at creating characters out of blocks than the definitive edition from a AAA company like Rockstar. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like that leads us into another point with just nostalgia in general like a lot of these game companies right trying to cash in on it making remakes of old games that we played when we were what 10 through 20 oh yeah 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 or even even younger than that and uh so like what what are josh what are some things that you've noticed like nostalgia wise Uh, you know a lot of uh movie reboots coming out 
Um, maybe they didn't do a good job back in the 70s or whatever, but they attempt to do it again, and it's just god-awful. <coughs> Avengers. <laughs> oh, God. Don't even get me started on the Marvel but, Universe. But Luke Ferrigno as the Hulk is the best Hulk. Uh, he was something. He was painted green. You know, he was <laughs> definitely mean. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's... Especially when I... I think the worst definitive edition or HD remake I've ever seen was the uh, Silent Hill remake. Mm. Um, they basically got everything wrong from, like, the previous games and tried to add, like, some extra shine mm-hmm. to it. Like, the whole atmosphere was absolutely removed. You know, granted, back then, they used a lot of fog to hide a lot of the, you know, technical limitations. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it made the game a lot more horrifying. It made it more, you know, suspenseful. Yeah, because you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, and all of a sudden, now it's like, oh, there's, like, this little demon thing, like, you know, five feet away from me. I'm just going to walk around it. Yeah. I think the greatest thing of nostalgia getting bullied to being better with the Sonic movie. <laughs> my, yeah. my greatest my greatest thing that I love seeing about that was a Sonic movie coming to being more realistic and all that. I'm like, okay, that's going to be great and all that. And then the studio wanted to give a little teaser out, and they're like, they showed a picture of Sonic, and it was demonic. Let's yeah, just call it yeah. what it was. He he looks like the monster that like hides under your bed and just like tickles your feet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like it that's was... why I can't see him because it's Sonic. And he runs so fast away. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go fast. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I loved how the internet just came together and was just destroying this company. It was like, if you post this out, we will come and find you, yeah. basically. And then they're like. All right, hold on, wait a minute, and then they changed everything about it to looking more like the Sonic character, like how people wanted. Yeah, how we grew up with, you know. That, the internet that, won. That, yeah, yeah, that was the success of the internet winning for the good of humanity. Absolutely. Yeah, because if you ever freaking ruin Sonic for me, <laughs> I will come to your house and I will throw golden rings outside your door at your window late at night. Just so you know of the horrors that you ruined of everybody's <laughs> livelihoods as children. Jeez. Jesus well, you know, I think that's about it. That's all that we have for today. Um, if you liked what you heard, you know, by all means, follow us on Facebook at the Stale Chips Podcast page, or you can follow us on Twitter at Stale Chips Cast. Um, you know, we'll be doing a lot more episodes uh, next week. I hope you guys enjoy this, and if you do, let us know. You know, you, by all means, just let us know how we're doing, uh, what your thoughts are, any feedback. And um, before we go, uh, Provo, do you want to let the audience know uh, what you got going on for yourself? Absolutely. So for people who don't know me, uh, I do a lot of Twitch streaming. I go by the name of, you know, the daddy of memes, you know, the king of cringe, as some call me. But you can find me at twitch.tv slash meme underscore daddy underscore TTV. We do a lot of Call of Duty, a lot of Valorant, and as of recently... We even do Minecraft streams, just chill, chill vibes, building houses, and screaming like little children as the Enderman comes and tries to find me. <laughs> Jesus. Fantastic. And uh, as always, you know, I'm Josh. I'm Joe. And, you know, have yourself a wonderful evening. Three, that's a magic number. Yes, Three. it is. It's the magic number. Three. Somewhere in this hip-hop soul community. What's going three, they stubbing me, and that's a magic number.